Welcome back to Rid of Me This. Uh, I just wanted to pepper in these little treats that I've done back in the day. Uh, this is going to be a Rocks Talk Radio, Colorado Red Hockey's baseball podcast with my friend Garrett Reese. Uh, it was done in 2018. Um, again, go to ethanrittercomedy.com and go, click all the way down to the Rocks Talk Radio emblem, and you can find the rest of the episodes from that year. Um, hope you enjoy it. Go Rockies when we have baseball again. RocksTalkRadio.com podcasting is not affiliated with or in association to the Colorado Rockies Baseball Club or the MLB. Please do not sue us. We are just having fun. What's going on, Rockies fans? Today is... September 4th, 2018. And welcome to another new episode of Rocks Talk Radio. This is your host, Garrett Reese. And like always, I am joined by my right-hand man, Ethan Ritter. Some call him Ether. Some call him Ritter. Whichever you prefer works, right? It does. What was that damn theme song? <laughs> I've been torturing Garrett. I wouldn't tell him what it is. It's Back to the Future. Oh, my yeah, God. Yeah, I know. Dude. I know. You would have known that one. How could I not figure that out? I was going to sneak in some Doc Brown quotes, but I just thought it'd be better to save it for the air. Yeah, it was. It threw me off, but... Um, I hate that when I can't think of a song. It's the worst. Well, I thought, because you're a huge movie buff, so yeah. I thought that it was like something not crazy obvious, but it definitely was. You, you had named uh, like Indiana Jones, which is the same dude, John Williams or whatever. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. Well, thank you for that. Um, the, You're welcome. The baseball-themed organ soothes the soul, for it sure. certainly does. You want it else soothes the soul, Ether? Being in first place? That's literally what I was just going to say. I knew you were going to say that. The, um, the Rockies sit alone in first place in the NL West, um, which, if you've been following <clears throat> baseball closely, is arguably the best division in baseball. Oh, yeah. No doubt the most competitive, uh, right. considering... Three of the four teams are in contention to win the NL West three and be a wild card team. Three of the five, five teams. Right, right, right. And I mean you could you could throw the Giants in there, you know, if they had a crazy stretch for the rest of September. Right. They're only six out, I believe. I think they're eight. Eight out. As okay. as of yeah, as of yesterday, they're eight. Good deal. Well, um, so I want to start off with yesterday's game, which was September third. Mm-hmm. The Rockies had a much-needed um, come-from-behind win on Labor Day. Yes. Um, over the Giants, the final score was 9-8 to eight with the Rockies uh, taking the victory. And, you know, it's I, I want to hashtag Purple Rain, hashtag uh, Prince, because at the game yesterday, I did see a guy wearing a Purple Prince shirt. Okay. And the reason I mention that is, you know, it's kind of a side note, but... I we've talked about Purple Rain a lot when the Rockies get a walk off the whole Gatorade shower type thing. Yeah, but 
you know, you'll have to help me work on it, but I kind of want to, I feel like we could go off that somehow. Certainly. <clears throat> the Rockies tying the Prince thing, the Purple Rain. What do you think? I'm you, with you, it. I'm with it. I was wondering if there's any, uh, is there any like teams with gold in them? Uh, the Brewers. So, okay. So they could, they could do golden showers. <laughs> Uh, let's keep this at BG. least rated R. I'm just That's talking like, about Gatorade, man. What okay. you, well, uh, honestly, someone needs to get us Charlie Blackman's address so we can send him like a purple blouse or something. Yeah. Because he would rock <laughs> the hell out of that thing. Like a prince get up. Yeah. Let's get all of their addresses. Hmm? And send them all. Or just, you know, well, like hang when, out outside. Because, you know, <laughs> just creep on him. <laughs> we swear if we get Charlie's address, we'll just send him stuff. We won't That's actually it. show up there. <laughs> But He's no, like, like it's YouTube. Oh my God! If the Rockies, when they go on their away games, they all get dressed up real baller and looking yeah. sharp to get on the plane on, on the runway. Yeah, I just think it would be appropriate if Charlie Blackman was wearing a Prince purple blouse. Why do you keep calling him a blouse? It makes it sound like really game blouses. <laughs> Dave Chappelle. I don't remember that one. You don't? They he like calls Prince get up. Oh, oh, during his during the. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I see what you're talking about. I thought you were talking about like a like a shirt. Well, it is. I guess it's but just you're talking sh- about like the Seinfeld like yeah, fluff. Exactly. The yeah, fluff I shirt. got you. Yeah. Um. Okay, but now that we kind of got that thing off our chest, <laughs> really had to get it <laughs> off my chest. What What I want to start off with is I I really thought it was a a good opportunity and a much needed thing for the, the Rockies to get back to Coors Field. Um, yeah. You know, as as we all know, Nolan's from California. Mm-hmm. And uh, AT&T Sportsnet, the Rockies just came off a road stand in California playing in... Uh, San Diego. Yeah, San Diego. But before that, the Los Angeles Angels. Oh, oh yeah. And, you know, Nolan touched on um, how he grew up loving the Dodgers, but his... Um, but has a lot of memories at Angel Stadium yeah. watching some World Series with his mom. But And his mom's name is Mealy Arenado, by and the way. How do you mean to spell that? M-I-L-L-I-E. Mealy? Yeah. I've never heard that name before. So when they played the Angels, it was like the first or second game. It was only two games set. But his whole he had like two boxes reserved for like friends and family. Mealy was there. Yeah, Mealy was there, and AT&T Sportsnet did an interview um, on her, and she kind of talked on Nolan growing up in California playing baseball. But what I think is, you know, I think his heart is in Colorado, and I think that's his favorite place to really ball out. Um, Straight up ball out. Dude, just totally ball out of control. You think that, like, in high school they knew he was going to be as good as he is now? Or, I mean, I guess that's just progression. It's hard to say. Right. Some players peak, you know, at their senior year coming through college. So it's hard to say. But, you know, for um, for the Rockies to, you know, get back home was a big deal for me. And the reason I say I think Nolan's favorite place to, to play is Colorado is really a hit home for me last year after the walk-off cycle game. Mm-hmm. That post-game interview that Nolan did, he was just – really talking on how pumped he was to be a fan in Denver. Um, and I think that's, it's true for all the Rockies, but you know, even an example during players week last weekend, uh, when the Cardinals or the Redbirds were in town, 
Mm-hmm. Cargo was rocking a uh, all purple bat with Colorado flag emblem on it. Really? And obviously, Cargo is a staple um, of Rockies baseball. But, you know, my point is there's those players on Players Weekend can get creative. A lot of them put their, like, you know, if Cargo's from Venezuela, a lot of them had Venezuela flags on their bat. One of the guys from St. Louis is from Canada. He had, like, a Canadian flag on his bat with, like, maple leaves. But Cargo chose to to put it's a Colorado. Colorado, for yeah. short. Yeah, absolutely, man. Uh, car- cargo. Yeah, and man. and I think, you know, outside of Cargo and Nolan, too, you got Trevor, uh, Trevor Story, Matt Holiday just came back to the team. Chuck Nasty obviously signed a six-year $1 million. $1 million. Dr. Evil for you. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, he clearly wants to be playing in Colorado, but I think we have a core group right now that really can put the Stands Rockies out. on the map. And we are. And, you know, when I say on the map, I mean that just, like, to have national recognition. Right. And to do that, you have to consistently win. You have to be a winning baseball team. And, more importantly, the overall goal is to bring a World Series to Colorado. Certainly. But <laughs> what, what's on your mind, Ethan? <laughs> I've been trying to look up where Nolan Arnauto went to college. Now it, He didn't. He didn't. But it said, this is crazy, he said that he committed to attend Arizona State University. Really? Yeah, on a college baseball scholarship, which I don't think he would have been in college at the same time as you. Yeah, yeah, he's he was, he's younger, right? No, he's I mean, uh, he's like right about my age. Look up his age; he's twenty eight, I believe. <clears throat> I just turned twenty nine, so uh, yeah. So you got dude, him, dude. But what I was what I was laughing at? Look at this picture; it doesn't even look like him. It looks like Vinny Castilla more than anything else. Yeah, he uh, he he's lost, lost some weight. weight Is sure. that like holy cow? That was, I guess, Nolan used to be a little bit of a tubby. I Dude, mean, he's a thick guy. I guess, but, but like, bro, look at that yeah. picture now. Yeah. He's Lots skinny, skinny. <laughs> dude. The other one, he had like a couple chins, and I was like, that wait. Chin. And then I was like, man, is that like Nolan? <laughs> it doesn't even look like him. Sorry. No, um, you're good. I'm glad you showed me that. I did not realize <laughs> Nolan had the double chin. At so, one yeah. So he committed, and then he got brought right up to the majors. Yes. I didn't. Yeah. So what are the sports that do do that? Do do. It's only, uh, I believe. Football now, right? Football, yeah. you have to attend college. And basketball currently has a one. Oh, yeah. One that, done. But they're going to change that. Well, that's why those players are going to like um, like other countries to play. Oh, really? Yeah. It's a good move. Yeah. But, um, you know, anyway, what when we're talking about these players really getting behind the Rockies and, you know, the great core players that we do have. I hope there's some people listening to this right now that will take my word when I say Denver, Colorado is like a great place to be a pro. Mm-hmm. Um, there, there's a lot of fans, even some analysts or reporters, whatever you want to call them around the league. Like Woody. Particularly, well, Woody's a Denver yeah. sports writer, so he's on our side. But right. what I'm getting at is, you know, a lot of fans, analysts, reporters, mostly from the AL side, don't really realize that when you go to Coors Field to watch a baseball game, you're going to be sitting in a pretty packed house. If not yeah. if not fully packed, like we got damn good attendance. Um, we're winning the NL right now. And I just think there's a lot of teams around baseball that you know, can't say the same by any means. 
Well, it's with gotta atten- be. attendance as well, dude, Denver's a happening spot. And I've always thought about, like, sometimes I bet the players are like, damn, the rooftop looks like so yeah. much fun. Yeah, and that's a big motivation for these players. You know, yeah. when, when they come out and they see that they're playing in front of a full stadium, it yeah. makes it it's I think it's a big factor in keeping Nolan in Denver is, you know, the, our market's growing and he I think he wants to be the first player to get us above the hump and get that championship. Yeah. But do you remember when we were at Coors Field and they didn't play Charlie Blackman's walkout song? And we were like, oh, yeah, they didn't play it. What the hell? It was because they switched the team we were playing, switched Switch pitchers. pitchers before Charlie batted. And they like just kind of Charlie's like, oh, damn it. <laughs> I bet. I wonder what like he feels like every time the crowd like busts out the tonight. Tonight. That just goes back to what we were just saying. Chills, it's dude. It's motivation for sure. But you know, to back up a little bit on the recent road series, the Rockies just finished on the West Coast. Mm-hmm. I have to say this real quick. I'm a bit of a night owl. I think you might be as well. <laughs> a but little bit. Do you? It does it bother you that those games are so late? I just hear a oh, lot of I people. Love it. Yeah, I love it. Actually. I think it's just when I talk to my mother, she's like, she's older now, a little retired. Yeah, mom, I love you. I didn't just call you <laughs> old. I'm sorry, but um, you know they their bedtime is a little bit before ours. So yeah, those games the early kind of birds. Yeah, the early birds. But watching a game till 11 p.m. sometimes even midnight doesn't really bother me that much. But. Dude, no, I prefer it because sometimes I'll be out of work at that point. Yep, exactly. But um, yeah, so we faced the Angels for two games and the Padres for four, and I think something you, happened there. Yeah, well, it was it was hard hard baseball to watch. Oh, yeah. Um and. Because like the it was, first three games, we only scored like seven runs total or something crazy. Yeah, there like was that. there was a definite lack of offense from you know our key contributors that the Rockies have. Yeah, that tea is disgusting. Um, but um, yeah, there was definitely a lack of um, offense and undeniably a bad stretch of games for our bullpen. Yeah. Um, one game that comes to to mind real quick is the. Angels game where DJ hit the uh, home run in the ninth or the grand slam in the ninth inning to take the lead. And, you know, we saw O and Ottavino come in and blow that lead that the Rockies had. Which Ottavino doesn't do usually. No, and O doesn't either, but, you know, that's why. O did a little bit last night. Yeah, he's he's, in his last three outings, he's given up um, at least one run in his last three outings. Yeah. But, you know, it's. Do you think people are. Figuring him out in our division, that's a bit that that could be a bit to do with it. But you know, pitching we see it throughout the course of a baseball season. People have their ups and downs, and the ultimate goal is always to win a World Series. Like as a fan, you have to realize the players' mental approach is so much different than even the most avid fans. Like you have to realize that scrapping together three wins out of those six road games was for me a positive sign. Um, right. They showed a lot of grit. They showed the ability to pull out wins, even when we were playing, you know, average baseball. Like you, if if someone told me, based on the games that I watched, that we would be in first. Well, no, that we took three of the six games on that road trip. <clears throat> you know, for how brutal it was to watch, you got to look at the bigger picture, and the fact that we were able to win half those games um, is a big deal for us and. We all know how much a role momentum plays um, in the in the great game of baseball, and right. 
And for two of the wins in San Diego. Is that Will Ferrell? Is that that? Yeah, I'm not going to say what he says after that. The uh, whale's vagina. I'm I'm just going to say it. Um, But yeah, so two of those wins came right as the Rockies headed back home, which... You know, that's something that goes under the radar, but that's that's a big thing that we the two wins we did get in San Diego were right uh-huh. before we came back home. And I personally think coming back home on a quote unquote winning streak, um, and technically you need three games for it to be a winning streak. Do you as as the manager in uh, major league says best. <laughs> we win another game, that's called a winning streak. <laughs> Major League Two, the 1994 movie. Watch it. Classic. But, um, yeah, sorry, I'm hey, getting real, distracted. Real, real quick, what is a couple movies? I know right off the bat what one of my answers is going to be, but when you talk about movie sequels. Oh. <laughs> Sandlot 2? Sequels? Yeah, you like Sandlot 2? Never watched I it. never taken the time. Actually, I think I did. I know it exists, but. Doesn't it have to do something with, like, space? Like a s- shuttle? I have no idea. I never okay. watched it. Well, let's stop talking about that. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I'm not cutting you off. I no, I know. I was just going to say, you mentioned like Major League 2. Major League 1, way yeah. better in my opinion. Home Alone 2, Lost in New York, probably one of my favorite sequels out there. Yep, and it's very... that's That movie's about baseball, isn't it? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> <laughs> Kevin, Kevin beats the bad guys away with a... Baseball, baseball bat, bat and then goes to jail for manslaughter. <laughs> that got dark real quick. Um, but no, we're getting distracted. I, I do believe that, you know, from a fan and player perspective, when your team, um, sorry, when your team comes back home after winning games, it just makes the atmosphere more hyphy. Um, you know, as the kids say these days, the kids say these days, lit. I think lit. What the is atmosphere hyphy? was lit. Hyphy's just, you know, your te- your fans are engaged. They're okay. excited to watch you play, um, and you know, if we would have if we would have got swept in San Diego, or if we would have won the first game and lost the next three, then we would not be getting jiggy with it. <laughs> I just think that it does play a little bit of a role when they come back home. You know, you might not see quite as many fans in the stadium. Yeah, they would have been a little more bummed about it, but. Um, you know, I think it, it plays a big role for, for motivation for the Rockies to come home um, after a I agree. couple wins. I agree. Good. I'm glad you do. Okay, good. But um, so, so let's move to the current Giant series real quickly. I like the... I can't do it really. So I lied to you. I'm going to save... I'm going to save the Giants series talk for for the end here once it, we start wrapping up. It was still up. a beautiful transition song. Yes, I'm sorry. I should have mentioned that. I got to make I got to constantly be telling Ethan how good he's doing or else he really gets down on himself. I really do. <laughs> um, but let's talk a little playoffs. So this is this is kind of uncharted territories for the Rockies. If if you remember, the Rockies have never won the NL West in our 25 years in existence of existence. The 07 and 09 team um, were both wild card years for the Rockies. Yeah. The 07 team we made that amazing um, stretch in September to even make the playoffs. So we weren't we really didn't have a chance of winning the division in 07 and in 09. I think. 
you'll have to fact check me, but I think we came up four or five games short on the Dodgers of winning the NL West. Um, but you know, as we all witnessed last year in 2017, the wild card team or the wild card game, Rockies versus Diamondbacks, the biggest disadvantage is not playing at home um, for the Rockies. I know they they made it a close game last year. Um, I think we ended up losing by one or two runs to the Diamondbacks. Um, but you know, the the fact that we weren't at home, I think, made the the biggest difference for us, and uh-huh. that's why winning the NL West, you know, you lock in your home field advantage going into the playoffs and you guarantee yourself a series. So I just think that the way 2018 is panning out, this is the best chance the Rockies have really ever had of winning the NL West. Um, and, and with that being said, the odds of them at this point in time, holding on to the first place spot for the rest of September. So real quick, um, in, is this 019? Yeah, 2009 in October, we did lose uh, two to three. In the wild Houston card Street only had, yeah. No, no, not wild card. Oh, we got swept or we no, lost, lost a series. Yes. Okay. To Dodgers in October. Okay. And uh, Houston Street had the only um, save. And then. Okay. And so, but that, that backs my point is, you know, if we would have, those, those first two games of, the uh, playoffs for the Rockies in 09 were in LA yes. because the Dodgers had won that <clears throat> out West. So if we can yes. win the West, you know, we set up ourselves for those, for those playoffs. How, how the West was won. How the West was won. That, that could be a future title oh. for one of our shows. Is so, there a song that goes along with that? There's no? actually uh no, I'm thinking of one called once upon a time in the West by dire straits. One of my favorites. Well, get on that ether. Okay. Oh, sorry. Um, but no, the odds of the Rockies holding on to the first place spot for the rest of September and and therefore the rest of the season are pretty slim. Um, and I'm not. I don't. I, I think it's in everyone's. I mean, I think everyone just, has slim chances. Yeah, opinion. and you know, we to be able to say that we sit alone in first place going into the second week of September is a huge accomplishment for the Rockies as an organization. It but, sounds cool when you say like that, sit alone, because we're not tied or anything. Yeah, because there's been a lot of mad ties going on. Yeah. Um, well, you I know, mean, if, a couple if, days ago, we If were we tied. lose tonight and the Dodgers win tonight, we'll be tied with them for first. Right. But, um, yeah, with six games left to be played – um, against the Dodgers and seven games w- against the D-backs, um, both left in September, we could easily see numerous lead changes in the NL West. You know, we play the Dodgers one series, the lead change could happen twice. We play the Diamondbacks, you know, anytime we play those teams, there could be a lead change. Yeah. But, you know, it's it's going to be a, a very stressful uh, month of ball for for Rockies fans. But whatever team whether it's the Rockies, Diamondbacks, or Dodgers that end up winning the NL West, yeah. that team's going to have such a huge advantage going into the playoffs. They're going to be such a strong team because the, we've basically been playing playoff baseball for a couple weeks now, and we still have all of September left. So by the time September's up, you know those three teams will be able to say they've been playing playoff atmosphere baseball mm-hmm. um, for quite some time now. Yeah, and, I mean, we have a large home stretch here. Yeah, which is, I think, exactly what we need. We've been good on the road this year, but I don't think anyone would prefer prefer us to be away from home. And Early in the season, I, would, I did. Yeah, 
for real, we'd go out on the road and that's where we'd, we'd get our W's. But, and you know, Ethan, we, we naturally hesitate from talking about playoffs when there's still so many possible outcomes for the Rockies. You know, for some people it might be superstition for others. It might just be, they don't want to like get their hearts broken and, or for others, they might not speak English. Yeah, so <laughs> I guess I'm not talking to them about it. But, um, but I, I personally feel both of those things. You know, I'm superstitious. I also don't want to watch the Rockies crush my heart. But, um, you know, those are the things at the end of the day that makes winning a championship worth it, right? Right. Just all the stress that comes along with a baseball season. Yeah, what do they call it? Like cardio? <clears throat> I've been hearing like Drew Goodman say that. When you watch baseball, there's some cardio. <laughs> Drew Goodman's such a clever guy. Isn't yeah. He? Yeah. Yeah. He'd be clowning up around in there, dude. <laughs> um, okay, so we're going to wrap up pretty soon here, but I we obviously need to go over the, the game yesterday, which was the third. It was September 3rd. Thank you. Thank you. Um, <laughs> The Rockies got that win, like we mentioned at the beginning of the episode, over the Giants. So yeah. that was. Are we still doing dings, man? We'll get some dings in. Do you? I mean, do you want to do dings? for for this episode? No dings. I don't know. I was that was I was questioning. How about if you feel a ding moment? Oh, I know exactly who I'm gonna ding. Is it Noel Cuevas? I would say Trevor Story. Oh yeah, he had two. I mean, honestly, two two home run, two they, two run homers. Right. They were like literally just saying that he was like 385 against the Giants. Yeah. Yeah. And the, the second they said that first pitch knocks yeah. it out of the park. So I showed up. Um, I showed up as Tyler Anderson got out of the. Like I could hear when I was in line to go in, I could hear and I had my phone queued up. I could hear the crowd cheering for Tyler getting out of the first inning. And by the time I went through the security check, uh, DJ had already hit his homer. Yeah. And I'm walking up to my seats, which is um, between the Rockies dugout and home plate, section 126. And as I'm walking up to the top of the section, Trevor hits his bomb out. So nice. to start off the game with a four to nothing lead on Mad Bum Gardner. Yeah. You, uh, even though he's had an off season, like anyone that says he's not one of the best to ever do it is. If there were a banana peel effect. I would metaphorically put it in there. For Baumgartner? Yes. Yeah, he slipped on some banana peels yesterday. But, you know, don't forget, though, um, like you had mentioned, oh, it was kind of like it was such a fun game, just such a great With what, day. lead changes? Yeah, well, just Labor Day, and it was just a great day to be there, and everyone was just enjoying the game so much that, like, yeah. I think everyone, it didn't really, like, no one really registered the fact that, like, the Giants took that late lead. Like, I had to, like, remind myself, look up at the scoreboard, like, damn, like, we're actually in a position to lose this game now as well as we had been playing um, with O giving up the two home runs. But what was the coolest thing about yesterday was to see Noel Cuevas, um, who's been away from uh, the big leagues for quite some time now, uh, to come in and get that two-run two single. You know who else did good? Who? Almonte. Yensi. Yep. Yeah, man. He had a closed down inning. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so Bud Black kind of pulled out some pieces that we haven't seen um, in a l little while to to get the victory. But, you know, I was um, getting a Philly cheesesteak chatting with this, like, diehard Mets fan, crazy 
thick New York accent. Dude. Oh, I thought you were going to say he was crazy thick. No, he was. He, <laughs> He's his, normal. His voice. He had a thick New York accent, but. He was telling me how since he's moved to Denver in the last couple of years that he's like thinking about like converting to a Rockies fan. Like he loves the Rockies. When I was talking to him, it was after the eighth inning and he was, we were losing at the time. And he had said to me, he's like, I guarantee you the Rockies win this game 10 to eight. Uh-huh. And we ended up winning nine to eight. But you know, <laughs> there was just a feeling in the stadium that we were going to win that game regardless. Right. And it's funny. You, you talk about that dude, like converting, it's almost like you know when Taylor's like a uh, uh, not a, a Falcons fan, and then anyone asks a question about the Broncos, he has like the answer and like tons of stats, and we're like, so uh, this is our friend Taylor's from Atlanta, loves uh-huh. the Falcons, but at the Super Bowl Fifty party, going nuts. Well, Taylor is so dude. strategic with everything he does. Yeah, he wore an orange shirt, not a Bronco shirt, so it was like. <laughs> It was like, I'm supporting you guys because, like, I live in, I'm from Colorado. Like, he moved here, what, when he was, like, three? Doesn't really matter. I'm pretty sure, yeah. But anyway, it was like, you know, he he was like, I'm not fully committing to wearing a Broncos shirt, but I'll wear an orange shirt for you guys. And, and he had a good time. By the end of the night, we were going absolutely. I think a big factor, too, is the Broncos beat the Panthers, yeah. which is in his division with Atlanta. So he Do was, you know at that party? That's where Cam is a woman chant started. Cam is a woman. <laughs> yeah. Cam is a woman. No, dude, the Robesons did not start that. Did they? I think so. Well, freaking props to that. Like, yeah, it's, it's a funny <laughs> chance. I think Katie Rowe put that one together. Yeah, we'll give her credit for it, I guess. Ding, ding, theoretical. Um, But yeah, so w- the Rockies did win 9-8 yesterday. I think I've made that pretty clear at this point. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but tonight Ethan and I are actually going to get a quick nine holes in and then head down to course field for tonight's yeah. game. And it's going to be a treat tonight. Cause we get to watch our boy, Herman Marquez, who See. he's been, um, he's been right up there with the best of Andy bats. Well, man. Yeah. Yeah. He comes is... through, he comes through with the bat at times, but, um, yeah, you know, anytime Marquez is pitching the Rockies percentage to win the game is pretty damn high, even though I do have to mention how frustrating it was to see him throw 13 strikeouts over eight innings in San Diego and the Rockies lose the game. Yeah. But that's not going to happen tonight. We're going to beat the Giants tonight. Um, Just to do a little coverage of what's going on in the NL West, uh, the Dodgers have game two of the Mets. They're, They're playing the Mets right now. Uh, the Mets beat them last night, and the Diamondbacks lost to San Diego last night. So, you know, be on the lookout for those games. Let's hope that uh, San Diego and the Mets can get another win on those two teams so the Rockies can start to get a little separation in the first place spot because it's just awesome to say at this point in time we we have the lead and there's nothing stopping us from running away with the division, right. which is a cool thing to be able to say. Yes, it is. <laughs> I, uh, dude, I was trying to find a picture I was on earlier where Nolan had a silver and a golden glove. Oh, it was probably opening day from this year. Okay. I was going to yeah. say, so like we have, when he, he won, we had so many awards to give out between Nolan and Charlie and DJ. It was, it was funny though. If, if it were like him getting a golden glove, he's like, Hey, bring my uh, silver one out here too. So I can kind of show that one off. <laughs> 
He's got quite the trophy room. Yeah. And he's got many years left to play. So, yeah. Good for Nolan. You think he has a room for all of his trophies, or do you think they're just like spread out throughout like his decor? Um, it depends. Some players send it to their moms and <laughs> no, I, some players allow the um organization to, to have them. trophy rooms. Like on club level, you'll see yeah. trophy rooms, things like that. What if um, what if they he no one's like these are for my saving. Mine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they're knowing nolan nolan no no knowing Dude, nolan that's a good segment he is so like knowing humble nolan. they're probably like collecting cobwebs in his dad's garage somewhere all his golden gloves yeah he just he's got his eye on the prize which just is get, get those things melted down bro yes sir all right man but hey Ethan, hey where can you find us garrett um you can find us at on itunes right if you just yeah. type in Rocks Talk Radio, you can also go to rockstalkradio.com. Um, we've been a little shy on Instagram mm-hmm. lately. That's Ethan's fault. <laughs> no, apparently I run Instagram. But uh, you can find us at Rocks Talk, at Rocks Talk Radio on Instagram. Um, we're going to be posting some stuff tonight at the Giants game. And we will be sure to put out reminders for our new episodes. So thank you all for listening, and we'll talk soon. Thank you. Later, dude. Run, Marty.